All right, welcome to another edition of I Only Listen to 90s Music. We are back in full effect. No guests this week, but we have a lot of dope, dope topics. Stacy, how have you been doing, sweetheart? I'm exhausted, as always. <laughs> and she just graduated. She just finished. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Stacy didn't graduate. She, had, she Man. did everything. Right, and I'm not wearing my letters, which means that I can cuss on the show. So, and she, she actually had finished last show. But we had a guest, so we didn't really even, you know, get a chance to give our flaws. We re- we jumped right into it with DJ Cut. Nah, it was it was all good. We um, like I said, it was I had a an amazing graduation time. Um, flew to Tucson to walk across the stage, wore my uh, Jordan Thirteens, um, my flint. That was the, that first time out of the box. So I wore my flints and then took them off as soon as I got back to the hotel room, put them back in the plastic that they were in, um, and then I went to Mexico. Uh, the last week of May, I spent a week there doing absolutely nothing. I was unreachable during that time. And then um, now I'm just back at work and I am, I'm still tired. Like, I mean, I, st- I work, I still work every day and my job isn't not necessarily like 24 seven, but this, uh, we're on, we're, wait, hold on, I lost the phone. My work phone is around here somewhere and it can, <laughs> I get uh, messages and stuff all the time. Where is so you on call like a doctor? I'm on call. Like I should probably. <laughs> She's probably looking for the voice that damn phone. <laughs> Downstairs. Anyway, on the like I'm gonna find it. Uh, I'm gonna have to find it soon. I don't know where that phone is. Like I had it. Anyway, um, but that's my life. So uh, trying to uh, be, um, deal with life after graduation. Uh, what does that look like? As well as. Um, different organizations and stuff that I volunteer with and having time for them and trying to be a, a, a non-undergrad Delta is just a whole bunch of shit. For the record, you're, you becoming a Delta at your age and your, and I looked at your line sisters and I was like, this is like Rodney Dangerfield's back to college. Have y'all ever seen <laughs> I, so my babies, my line sisters, one of my line sisters turned 21 the other day. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was interesting in the sense of, like, one, I didn't think I was going to be able to go online, right? I didn't think that was going to happen. Like, I bought, I wanted to be a Delta since always, right? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go uh, alumni chapter right after I graduate. But then the opportunity presented itself. And I was like, "What well, can I really do this? And okay, like I'm just, like, you, you, you know, get emails asking, are you interested? Uh, yeah. And then you just kind of keep, you, I just kept on saying, yeah, until I was maybe they'll tell me no at some point. And I just kept going and going and going until you get to that point. And to, in relation to the, the podcast, the Garfield interview, the Garfield interview, I got a phone call at the beginning of the interview. Um, so like you see, like I'm on mute in the beginning. Like, yeah, I remember. Mute, but everybody knows that's that that's when we socked you with Garfield when he popped up. Right. Yeah. So, that's, so, right. So, the call that I got was asking me to um, to interview, right? So, like, it's that's not a you know a trade secret, right? Every organization, <laughs> there's an interview process, right? But the call that I got was asking me to go to the interview. And it, so, I get that, and like, I'm already like, oh my God. And then I look on the screen and there's Garfield. So I'm quiet <laughs> because I have a lot going on here and I can't tell anyone that I just got that phone call. So but, it, was, it was a whole- It was whole, all blessings on top man, of blessings. It was a ridiculous day. It was like, like oh my God. Um, but I mean, I, I did it. So I did that. I graduated magna cum laude. Um, I'm from University of Arizona. Here we are. I'm just sitting there trying to drink my water and eat salads and shit. <laughs> Scott, how you been, man? Man, I've been chilling, man. Uh, what is this, July? Man, we can kicked it for the whole month of June for my son's birthday. Damn, he, y'all acting like he turned 25. Man. <laughs> he want to yeah. do something every day, man. So, yeah. Man, having man. fun with him for the summer. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> He is absolutely hilarious. His your son is hilarious for record. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I'm trying. I'm I'm getting his YouTube together. He is just like the other day he got caught. He went outside and he wasn't supposed to be out there and he got caught and then started crying. Was like, I just can't be doing this. It's like, wait, why are you? 
Yeah. <laughs> like a dude that's going to get locked day. up. Like, man, I can't be doing this no more. Yeah. Right. That's like, wait a minute. I don't know. You're the one who messed up. Like, I just, I, I just can't, can't be doing this. <laughs> and, oh, it's like that dude. We'll, we'll jump into, actually, we, this is a segue into a topic. Uh, like a dude that uh, uh, be cheating on his girl and be like, man, I just can't be doing this no more to, to Lucretia. Oh, man. I know I'm wrong, but I can't do right. I know I'm wrong, but it just keeps happening. <laughs> loving you is wrong. So for when I uh, shout out to one of our listeners, uh, this email is from Joyce. She says, shout out to y'all show. This is one of the most hilarious discussions on R&B music that I have ever seen in podcast format. My question for you all is, you all discussed a lot about things happening from a cheat ease perspective, but what about songs and things that remind you from the cheaters perspective and how they either feel wrong about it or they feel totally engulfed in what they have done and they're just about fine with what they're doing? Man, I got a few songs. Other than the first one come to my head is uh, You're My Little Secret. Okay, good one. Escape and uh, Unfaithful, Rihanna. Uh yeah, those those are two the top two. I got I got plenty more. I got Shirley two. Murdoch as we lay, oh, just said, sitting yeah. there waiting for everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got SWV. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say I know SWV got something. They got a couple of them. They got fast songs, slow songs. You're the one. <laughs> yeah, you're the one. Is one. What's the uh? They first joint. Uh, ah, so into so you. into you. So into you. Yeah. <laughs> They love somebody else, man. So into you. Um side chick anthems. <laughs> man, listen. Um, what uh, what did I just have in my head? Um uh, kind of on the low is uh Maxwell. Um yeah. what's the joint Maxwell with uh Carrie Washington in the video? I can't remember the name of the song now. Uh, uh I can't think of the name of the song either. There's a Trey Songs song. Oh, uh, last time. Right, I'm living two different lives. Last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My ex told me once to listen to that song because that's how he felt. And but what he, I think what he was trying to convey was that he just was, uh, he was conflicted about whatever. But I was like, okay, well, am I the bitch in the morning or the night? Which one are you, like, you telling me to listen to it? So, um, like, so that song, and then, like, you said SW. Bad Habits is the Maxwell song. Bad, Bad Habits. Bad Habits, that song. Um, shit balls. <laughs> uh, I got another song that I can't, <clears throat> I can't think of anymore. I know it's plenty of them. I just <laughs> it's they and they all like when you mentioned the first SWV song like that. I started thinking about that. Oh, um, don't TLC have a song? Creep, creep. Like the, the video was in my mind and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, what am I forgetting? There's just, it's a ridiculous amount of them that are out there about people being like, yeah, I mean, I'm cheating. But... Be outside that oh, that's a good question. Does she? Wasn't um, Whitney saving all my love for you? Like a that cheat? one. That song. I, I that just song. found that out because I never really paid attention to the lyrics, though. <laughs> yep, and and every song there's always they all the women are like my friends keep telling me to leave. You alone. <laughs> <laughs> my friends keep saying it. However, I'm just gonna go ahead and stay over here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, R. Kelly, we don't talk about him too much at all, but down low. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got. He got left in a desert. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Pig's old lady. <laughs> uh, me and Mrs. Jones. I just thought about that. Oh yeah, me and Mrs. Jones. That's, oh, I mean, the most soulful of cheating ass songs. <laughs> like, uh, Ooh, Secret Lovers. Secret Lovers. Love secret Lovers. Oh, secret lovers. That yeah, Secret Lovers. Who's making love to your old lady? Ooh. <laughs> you was out making love. Remind me of that commercial from the uh, 80s, 90s. It used to come on. No, seriously, where's my work phone? Then you have Moke and Steph. What about Moke and Steph? He's mine. Oh, he's well, mine. So, but that's the thing, though. Like, is that a, is that a cheat or something? I mean, yeah, you, you, you're the cheat. You're, you're getting cheated on, so that hey, don't count. Might have had him once. Yeah, but I got him all the time. <laughs> and she's just an idiot. Now, the girl would have wrote the song about, yeah, you know, um, I did have them once, bitch, and... Uh, I'm going to have them again next weekend. 
Nobody and I'm having it next weekend. And I'm having it next weekend. So. And he paying my bills. Was, Grape, <laughs> was Grapevine a cheating song? Oh, no, that's, that's the person being cheated on. Okay, all right. Yeah, Yeah. like I heard through. The, now, I I, I kind of, uh, I look at If You Think You Lonely Now is a cheating song. <laughs> because oh, he was basically, he's basically gaslighting this lady. Like, I ain't of like, home. if you get to keep on tripping, you're going to be lonely tonight. <laughs> and I won't be. <laughs> Keep playing. And if you know anything about Bobby Womack, he definitely uh, was talking about cheating. Yeah. <laughs> the cheating came. <laughs> so uh, prayers up to Biz Marquis, man, who's not dead, but they say he's in bad condition. You said, right, Stacey? Right. So he's not doing well. So last night it got leaked that he was. Um, he had passed away and I, I reported it on a couple of pages, including ours. And I blame Chuck because Chuck posted it first and then I saw it. And then I, so immediately I Google Biz Markey and you start seeing the, you know, like when you go, you see that string of tweets with mm-hmm. everybody saying RIP. But the thing is, it was, there were reputable websites that were saying it. Saying so I was like, dead. oh shit, he's dead. So then I go to Instagram and I'm looking, seeing the pictures. I'm like, all right, cool. And then somebody said, I think somebody was out there was like, man, I'm waiting on TMZ. And I was like, oh, but I think at that point I would already posted. I'm like, shit, should I wait on TMZ? And then probably within 30 minutes, I had to recall it and be like, yeah, so he's still alive. But it was like Roland Martin. Yeah, it was on Clubhouse And I'm like, well, I don't really trust Roland Martin, but. <laughs> How has he become my entertainment news source? <laughs> hey, how are you the hip hop source? Oh, sir, no, not with that, uh. Not bow tie, that ascot. Ascot. Know. I was just gonna say, you better get it right. It's an ascot. I wouldn't trust you on your ascot. Telling me about right? No, no thanks. But yeah, so he's he's alive. Like he still needs our prayers. I, uh, I believe it was uh, complications with, due to diabetes, which is something that is very prevalent in our community because mm-hmm. people have type two diabetes and, and won't take care of themselves in any shape, form, or fashion. Patrice O'Neill, I mean, that's one another person that had it in the past early. Yep. They like find out they got diabetes and don't change make one change. Nothing changes at all. And um it's real. So prayers up and hopefully um he's okay. We'll keep a watch out. All right. Next question we have is from Lovey Deuce. She says, I don't know if you all had gotten a chance to peep out play. From Kid and Play's documentary on hip hop dance, I thought it was pretty insightful. I just wanted to get you all's thoughts. I have not. I'm heard sorry. Of what? Play uh, did a documentary on hip hop dance. What's it on? Uh, I think I put I put the link uh, like some weeks ago in the ch- in our chat in our group chat. Oh, okay. I will go back. It's free too on his website. Okay. It's pretty good. It's got every. I mean, just about everybody. In, they got Josie in there. They got uh, Big Les. They tell oh, stories yeah. about uh, Remember the Time, which was hilarious in there because they said that they learned one routine. Mike shows up and is doing t- doing something totally different that he just made up. <laughs> so they, they said that's why you see in scenes in there where they're doing something totally different than him because that ain't what they got taught. <laughs> Mike was like, nah. Mike was like, nah, I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Like They just said they just start doing stuff with, like like freestyle dancing with each other. Because they just didn't know what to do because Mike was just like, no, 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 that, that's not what I'm doing. Man. Oh, this looks like it's good. So it's called And I Dance. Yeah, and I Dance, yep. And I Dance. Okay, I'm going to check that out tonight. Yeah, I, this looks really good. So you know, I have to check that out. Speaking of documentaries, <laughs> there's one on the Netflix um, called This Is Pop, right? Um, yep. A dialogue on the Netflix and it just yeah, showed yeah. up. I'm like, wait, what is this? And it's uh, what eight episodes, I think it is. And the first one was called The Boys to Men Effect. And I was like, whoa, what is this? Um, awesome documentary, though. If you want to sit through all eight of them, even if you want to, if you're not a fan of country, but still, but it's still I, good I, things. The country one was good, though. I watched the country one. Yeah, Me too. Like, I, read, I watched all of them. And yeah. the first one said, The Boys to Men Effect discusses um, Boys to Men's rise to fame, as well as the copycats with the boy bands. Um, which we've seen, oh, for, well, I'm sorry, with the white boy bands um, and something we've seen before with, well, always, right? And then just yeah. from our generation, from New Edition, 
um, and them being copied by New Kids on the Block. And most people don't know that that they had the same and the same manager. Same manager had more restart. And then you get the New Kids on the Block takes off. New Kids on the Block. I mean, a new edition still on the bus. Like that's sincerely. And then and like I said, was Nicholas Shea from Ninety Eight Degrees. He said he said everything that Boyz II Men did, we did. We emulated them. And when they were showing this montage of voice to men videos versus videos from 98 degrees, in sync, backstreet boys, I was like, holy shit. Like same outfit, same background. Just like, oh my God. And but then it gets to a point where, like, well, as voice to men said, everything they touched turned to gold. They were like unstoppable, beating their own records on the charts. And then just one day. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I like I, I the the thing was that was hilarious is and I mean all the time they really don't like Mike and Boys the Men. They say he <laughs> wants to be an accountant. Yeah, like they are pissed. Like it is, I need them to go on Ayana Von Zahn and get some healing. But he's been on there, you know that. Has he? Mike, Mike? has, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm mean, after YouTube. <laughs> That's what they, I saw. I saw it on YouTube. <laughs> they need some healing going on because, like, they are. It's some bitterness that is still there. What's well, the interview that he did on? They did on uh, Quest Love's podcast, and basically, Mike lost them a whole bunch of bread by not showing up to shows because they get paid for four people instead of three, and Man. people and, and promoters were like. Well, like, well, they like, well, damn, we the main three that seen. Oh, well, I paid for four boys, the men, not three the boys, three men. You know, I didn't right. pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> and they said he just basically was like, I don't want to do nothing. And then it was some deep that uh, Sean Stockman said on that podcast. He says, if you look at it now, we've been a, tr- uh, a trio longer than we were a quartet. Now. Yeah, because yeah, he left in like the early 2000s. Yep. Yeah, and he said that we he, because they were asking what could they reunite he was like we don't even know him no more we spend more time together as a trio than we have as a quartet we don't even know who he is to even bring him in this fold and I was like damn that's real that's real shit like I mean and they don't they don't need Mike nah. <laughs> I mean as they, no, said, they, they, had go, they, had to, they had to go from a four point har- four part harmony to uh three parts and once they figured that out but i love how they were like when they were saying that people always be like oh sing right now sing yeah. right now and they're like okay it's like it's gonna take us forever to do it because we can't just and but but that's that musicality of it all right that these are true artists that can sing for real for real and it's just not gonna work we're just like okay we just gonna let's just knock it out no we need some minute we need a minute okay get your note okay we're gonna do uh-huh 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 like that's it. They it like I said it was really great. Uh that was a good episode, but then the second one with T Pain. Yeah. And, and then so like the it started coming out uh I guess a week or so ago, you started seeing all the articles that were talking about the documentary of Usher said uh to T Pain yeah. that he fucked up music. Put him in depression. And so everybody's like, wait, what happened? And it's like, but uh as T Pain said, like, yeah, there was a conversation that they had at one time, that's what he said. But that was a long time ago. They've been good, you know, like since then. They, but you know, people hold on to what he said that they, he said that back in '99, and uh, they still beefing over that shit. That's not yeah. true. But then when he said it, he wasn't really bashing them. He just said that just hurt his feelings. He's, you know, right. he wasn't really bashing Usher for real. He just said what he said. Yeah, that. Yeah, he he said <laughs> we're, not, we're no hard feelings. Like, but that's yeah, just yeah. real shit. Somebody can say something that hurts your feelings, and y'all can still be cool, but. That hurt my feelings when you said it, and that's that's exactly what happened. But uh, the 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 idea of auto tune <laughs> ruining music, yeah, it was everywhere. Um, but as T Pain said, and we all know, he's not the one who created it, nor is he the one who the only person who was using it or had used it. Mm. Period. Like I think we all became. Uh, I like I didn't even think about share. Mm-hmm. Right, who yeah. shares comeback or that comeback song like uh, uh what is it believe? believe. Yep. And that song is ever was every freaking way. And I think that was the first time that the world was aware of this thing that you could do. Um, but kind of find out shit had been around forever. And mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't 
he didn't he didn't invent it and i like but the man's a hit maker and then when he did that tiny desk concert with npr that's when he when he sang and everybody's like oh man he could really sing he's like yeah i can sing like you know what fuck yeah because like that's that's what it takes for y'all to respect me like forget everything else i've done and again he's a hit maker period so it was it was awesome to um it was it was a very good look into t-pain as a person and the ridiculousness of people thinking that he ruined music or jay-z like doing the death of autotune or with Kanye 808s and Heartbreaks, I've always said no one will listen to that album because of the autotune. Everyone dismisses the album immediately. And 808s and Heartbreaks <laughs> is an amazing fucking It's an album. amazing album. It's an amazing it's an album. amazing album. And people, I know people who are Kanye fans who will tell you, I, I still ain't listen to it. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know that autotune, know. man. Like, are you shitting me? That's the, like, seriously. Because but that's the pretty much the auto-tune. sound that waved pretty much the last decade in rap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Speak on it. People don't want to talk about that. All the you at the thing, you sitting there Gucci doing and all and of the T Pain songs. <laughs> all of them. But 808s and heartbreaks, you can't you can't fuck with. Okay. I guess. But it, it was I'll listen to that tonight. That's a one of my favorite Kanye albums. Yeah. Yeah, Kanye, I mean that album is I mean you gotta think about all the other stuff that I mean. I guess I guess people probably looked at T Pain with it more because he got oversaturated maybe with it because everybody wanted to be on their hooks and that kind of but that can happen with any artist. Is this that happened? That was his thing that people used to think he's lame because every artist you'll be like, oh, well, I'm tired of Hammer with the Hammer Pants and I'm tired of you know insert artist here because of whatever they keep over they overexpose themselves and that's what happened with T Pain. That's how I looked at it. <laughs> um, when him and Lil John had the battle, I just looked at it, it was like, that was pretty much my 20s. That was basically the crunk, all in your teens to early to mm-hmm. mid-20s, and then that T-Pain and Dream era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything was all smooth yeah. and slow in the club, the snap era, you know. For <laughs> what? I mean, Lil John was on everything. Pharrell was on everything. Every, like, everybody has that time when, because, you know, as we, we talked about before, there was a time when the Neptunes were everywhere on every chart every song was produced by them yep. period like you couldn't get away from it and then hell drake same yeah. shit right like i'm tired of drake being drake because he always on the thing so it's but i i guess i do get the the idea if this is your your stick right this is like and you, you seem like a one-trick pony no matter how great the song is but does it matter though if you're one trick pony it's a lot of people that are one trick ponies. They just don't <coughs> mention them. You know, they don't talk right. about that. <clears throat> that you can only do this one thing, you know. Yep. You, it's a whole bunch of artists. You only want to hear that one verse on that one song. And that's the only time you want to hear from them. Yep. That's what it is. This is the music business. So I, I actually get T-Pain props for actually hanging around and being able to re- rejuvenate his career. You know what I mean? Where, you know, people still want to, you know, listen to him and mess with him. And now he's becoming he's he's getting to that range now where he can go get money and be a novelty traveling act and like be able to be legacy and just be able to like, yo, I can just do my whole catalog and do them seven songs and give me get paid. And that's really what an artist should want to get to. <laughs> seven songs that people know that you could tour forever on. That's it. <laughs> and you can get you 10 grand a month for a show and you can live your life forever and ride to the sunset. That's a hundred grand a year. Like a hundred grand a weekend in Vegas. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm legacy. Having a legacy to be able to hold on to. So, and then he did a lot of production too, didn't he? Yeah, he wrote a lot of. Yeah. Stuff. produced a lot of songs. A whole lot of stuff. So he's uh, again. It's the I think people don't trip off the fact again he was a hit maker. Mm-hmm. No matter what, like he was able to get into the business. He had his, he was doing the auto tune, yeah. but still, he I ain't gonna lie, he he outshined R. Kelly on that flirt remix. Yeah, <laughs> on uh, uh, Huey, T Pain uh, is pop lock and drop it, drop it when, yeah, uh, nigga, when yeah, T-Pain like this. Come on. yeah, <laughs> like I. That is when I get amped. That's the only version I have downloaded is yeah. the one with him on it. Like that's when it gets it's on when that happens. Dude, this dude is featured on 77 songs. Damn. Right. 
77 songs he's featured on. That's his features. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I'm, not, I'm not even talking about his songs. I'm talking about he's, that's his features. And that's where I think he kind of got caught in. You know, that's a lot of features in, in 10 years, like 10 years. 77? <clears throat> a lot of that was probably in that 06 to 09. And, you know, and you're right. you say saying <laughs> probably 77 in a five-year period. Yeah. I mean, and I'm looking at them. These are all hits. Yeah, it's like a lot of that it had to be like 07, 06. <laughs> he's got, I mean, he's got hits, man. So you can't you can't hate on T-Pain, man. That man doing what he can the best. Yeah. All right, next up, this email comes from Larissa. She says, Stacy, I love your, your concept of free before 11, but I wanted to ask you all to discuss how would free before 11's comeback come in 2021? <laughs> First and foremost, uh, as a representative of Free Before 11, I would like to state we were not asked to be on the BET show, The Encore. Um, I don't know why. I don't know who missed a phone call. Um, We were not asked to come. And I think it's because they knew that we were, um, you know, better looking than everybody else. (laughs) Um, Because Free Before 11, all dimes. Like, they all of them. All of them, right? Look, they look the exact same as they did when they graduated from high school. You know that don't happen. Yeah, that don't happen, right? That's why so, they stay free before eleven. That's why they stay free, free before, before eleven. Eleven, right? So, have y'all um, watched that encore show? No, I haven't. I've been watching. I, uh, I, I told world. myself I was going to watch one episode just to ensure that I hated it. Um, and um, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. It, it just shows you how lead singers held up a lot of groups <laughs> in the 80s and 90s. That is for okay. sure. Okay. Because we need to give, and I'm, and this is not a diss to the uh, two sisters from 702, but we got to give all the flowers in the world to, uh, uh, what is the, the dark-skinned sister uh, that wasn't a sister from uh, 702? Can't remember her name now. Uh the dark one, he, yeah. He said the dark one, I never knew. I always knew Iris because I always had a crush on him. Right, I think that's very funny because I'm sitting here like, I'm like, what? Uh, Camila, Camila, Camila held this group up on her back, and when I mean on her back, I'm talking about on her back. I'm talking about, yo, she should have got through all three of their checks. They should have actually just been roadies and got paid to be bringing the equipment on. <laughs> So on uh, this little game we play, who's saying that's Lamisha that sings on that? Gotcha. She can't sing it no more. That's the light skin one, right? With the yeah, she can't sing it no more. She can't sing it no more. That's and she was complaining about that's the reason the group broke up because they wouldn't let her sing no lead. And I was looking at her and I was like, there's no disrespect to any of my light skin people. You know what I'm saying? I I am a lighter person myself when I say this, but she was one of them girls that thought they was cute just because they was light skinned. If that makes sense to those people I, to understand, I, 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 I get it. I got you. I, I get, get it. it. I get it. And 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 you could tell that a lot in there. And she ain't as fine as she used to be. Uh, so her her uh her confidence is lower because she she used to be in this fine and she ain't that fine. So her confidence is lower because she ain't never been just regular looking. Yeah, she got regular in her twenties. It's, it's that pretty privilege, <laughs> is what they right. call it. Pretty, that pretty privilege. And she's actually below pretty. No disrespect to her when I say that. I don't. I saw the unsung. <laughs> yeah. And then her other sister. Man, I don't want to trash seven hundred two because I love seven hundred two, man. But it's just I see a lot, and it feels like how the simple life was. Y'all remember? It's not the simple life. What was that show where uh, where Favor Flav and Bridget Nielsen was only like, damn, everybody. This is how everybody uh, look now. Uh, I know what you're talking about. This is right. Yeah. This is real life. No, it's a real life. Real life. That's how I feel with a lot of them in this. Um, it's just actually it's 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 comedy, but then like the like I watched two three episodes, and the last one I just got tired of it, man. I was like, I just can't. So who's all in the house? Okay, so it's Pam from Seven Hundred Two, who's super Christian now, who's walking around the house. Right. I told you I saw her at a Christian conference. <laughs> no, you did mention this in another episode, so this was my mind. At a Christian conference over at the Sheridan by the Galleria here in Dallas. That's where she was. She she so she's super. Like, and then she has, she, uh, she admits that she used to be bisexual. 
So any woman that kind of even rubs up against her or do anything, she's on them. Like, I don't do that. Get, you know, I don't need, Jesus told me that you to get away from me. Mm. <laughs> so like, it's like when somebody got out of jail and they super religious, and they go all the way to the extreme. That's how Pam's vibe that's, is. That's what I, usually new Christians are like that. How long, it's, she, it's she, how long she been like this? She, but she's been, she been uh, saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost for at least, it's been a couple of years, I think. Okay, I was saying, I it was, her she 20, was jamming with Puff on the reunion tour. I saw her 2018, 2019. Okay, that, okay. I think I they was on tour in 16 or 17. So, because she was married to the guy that's met, that used to be in Pretty Ricky, I guess, when they first started before they blew up. He's the one married to Centonia, the girl mm -hmm. that got out of jail. Yep, yep. And she was, yeah. um, um, uh, Pam was married to him previously and was like lying on him. And she admitted it came out that she was lying on him, saying he beat on her and all kind of stuff. And she came out and said that she was lying mm. about that. So it's her in there. Nivea is in there. Okay. Uh, Nivea is the best person on the show. I can see Nivea being just a fun hood girl from Atlanta. Yeah. I was like, I don't, was. Cause I thought everybody was in a group before. Right, Nivea always laughs about I'm the only bitch. She said I'm the only bitch that went in a group. <laughs> I see why all y'all y'all groups to survive. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm glad I stay solo. <laughs> uh, so it's her, and then uh, uh, Shamara from uh Black uh Ronnie DeVoe's wife, Shamara uh, Shamara from Black. Okay. Um, the two the twins from Cherish. Who are like? Wasn't it just the two of them? No, nah, it's four <laughs> sisters. It's four I sisters. They all sisters. Okay. All of them look alike. All of them look exactly okay. alike. Like all of them look alike. They sisters. Okay, yeah. I, I thought. But they are a terror. They are a terror. They are. <laughs> the youngest ones, though. Right? And uh, the youngest ones is real, real relative here now. If you look up their real age, it's real relative. What you mean, the youngest ones? Everybody in their 30s. Everybody else in the house. Right, but I'm saying everybody, because they be talking about all these old women here. I'm like. They about 30. They, I'm saying they at least 32. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> that's really relative. Y'all acting like, act like y'all 25 up in here. <laughs> so then you have Nivea, uh, Audrey, Aubrey from uh, Danny D. Kane oh, yeah. is in the house. Um, I think that's it. Oh, and then uh, Keely from three L three L three LW. But I she, saw her. But she refused like to see. I saw a picture of her, and I was like, she looked like she wore a size three LW. Yes, like, she. That's how seven twos. Uh, promises. That's promises. Yeah, promises. Promises. <laughs> okay. That's her. She has. Um. Again, I mean, look. She looks like all, she's with her husband. We've all put on some weight over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, she looks like she's with her husband. Okay. If you Google her husband, she looks like she's with him. <laughs> Got it. It yeah. don't look like it don't look like you mismatched. It looks like oh yeah, she's with him. So she refused to sing. She's supposed to be the uh, manager, creative director of the group. So she would don't sing or do nothing. She's supposed to be the manager. That's her role in this reality house. Was she a signed manager? No, she came in. Everybody thought she was there. She was like, no, I'm actually the creative director. I'm not in this group. That just means she ain't got it no more. Right. I mean, <laughs> but I feel like I saw like a movie or something. With her and Fallon from uh for Farrah from uh Destiny's Child. That was the pitch video. That was the pitch right. video. Like I said, yeah, make it on the show. was talking about how, like, um, I've never been, I don't, I don't need no creative director, and I'm blah, 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 and, um, but I don't remember who said it, I just remember seeing it. Yeah, no, that's actually the show there, but I'm talking about the clip that got them, the thing was her and uh, Keely and Farrah fighting over who, who was more important to their group, and Keely said to Farrah, you didn't sing any of them songs, she's like, oh no, I sung some songs on that album, and, and, I was, and everybody was like, whoa. <laughs> It seemed like the most important one in the group is Pam. I mean, that was most important out of all of them today. Right. Group. <laughs> right. Look, I mean, I mean, look, Natari what Norton won. Yeah. <laughs> that part. Well, no, what's the other, what was the other half? Oh, yeah, the other one too. Uh oh. 
That's on the is she on the talk or one of them? Oh, the, one them yeah, shit. The, the, the cheetah girl. The cheetah yeah. girl. And she and she, you know, she was like she that she said she was the other uh, Keely said she was the most successful in the house of anybody in the house. I was mm. like, huh. Well, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, mm. I don't know any song that anyone plays now from 3LW. Not one. They had the one song, right? They had a couple. Broken promises. They did, they did something else other than the, the Promises Promises? I mean, do you count them being on Jamboree for Naughty by Nature? Because they sung the hook on that. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. No. So, because, okay. Then they have one song. But she claims the Cheetah Girls stuff. Cheetah Girls, that's it. That's how I'm now, as Cheetah Girls. As, before we move on, of all those people I named, who has the biggest hit? Of all those groups and people I named, who has the biggest hit? Or uh, of all those people, y'all think? It'd be probably Total. That's what I'm saying. Total had the biggest hits out of all of them. The 702 Habit were where the My Girls at, though, as the actual hit. Or Stilo. Well, hold on. Maybe with Stilo, because uh, that was the um, Cousin Cedar. Yeah. The Biv 10 compilation or something? No, no, Stilo was on the album. Stilo's on the album. Yeah, Stilo. Or, I mean, or is it Black? Or is it black with that song with uh uh what you call it with us uh, in sync? Uh bring it all to me. It yeah. might be black. And 808s was big too, wasn't it? Yep, 808s. They, yeah, they the bring it all to me. Yeah, was, they crossover. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that 808s and the bring it all to me. That might be it. Because mm-hmm. like, that's that's that crossover money. Yeah. Cause I don't even remember. I only remember them being crossover. I don't. Yeah, that's to me. That's what they were. That's from that. Yeah. When it wasn't one of them in that the Bring It On movie. The one. All of them were. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All three of them were. They were uh Gabrielle Union sidekicks. Yeah. They. Yeah. They were Crenshaw. Whatever. (laughs) It might be. Yeah. So we 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 might have to go with black. The the, but but total has the most hits. Total has the most hits. Correct. But Correct. but black has the biggest hit. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. Does Nivia have? I guess I guess it was Danger her biggest hit. I mean that's not hers, but probably biggest song she was on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she really did a lot of background stuff. Really. Yeah. yeah. She just got kids by the dream and what Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting home waiting on child support checks. <laughs> <I> was <hurt. laughs> What was that song? Laundry Mat. Like, with Nick Cannon yeah. in it. Yeah. Remember, R. Kelly couldn't be in the video because that's when he was in trouble a little bit back yep. his first time in trouble. I would yep. be at my house waiting on my direct deposits and my, <laughs> my business. Y'all wouldn't have to see me because between the two of them, I'm okay. The, kid, the kids are fine and I'm all right. And she's got two of them with Dream. Yeah, I they think. were married. Yeah, they were yeah. married. This is when I'm, nigga, Al, my goal in life <laughs> You understand me is to be Suzanne Sugarbaker from Designer Women. If you don't know that woman's story, she explain this for everybody, our listeners. Uh, she Stacey. was married several times, and just every month got got alimony checks from her ex husbands and she spent her days going to junior league meetings and being a socialite around Atlanta. And she was she was kind of in charge of um, <laughs> acquiring new business for their design firm, but that was just her going to lunch and men buying her dinners. That's what she did. And she went shopping and had a big mansion house and legit would come in and like go to the front desk and be like, hey, did my, did my alimony checks come in? That's what she did. Wow. That's it. That is my goal in life. I remember designing one, but I, I just didn't watch it. Career. Like that's, that's it. Like there's, she, that's what she had. She had lots of money and be from her alimony checks. She, some guy, she was a uh, was a writer. Somebody was a baseball player that she married at some point. Like, and they weren't, you know, like just some regular dudes. Like these were men that had money uh, and could pay her alimony. That's what she did. Every month got alimony checks from all of her ex-husbands. And that's how she lived. That's how she and that's lived. how she lived. Big mansion, had a maid named Consuela. Like that's it. That is the life that was chosen for me. <laughs> I'm just trying to get there, okay? I just need to get one husband underneath my belt, okay? And that's that's what started it. That's all I want. Th- I mean, do you think Nivea's getting that? Or I I feel like she can't be unless she just really wants to still sing. 
She probably like, does. That's what she just really still wants to do. She, wanna she still wants to be an entertainer. I mean, if you got two kids, right? So you getting two kids, you're gonna get money for both of the kids, and then you got money from Lil Wayne coming in. And again, these aren't men who aren't able to make any payments. I don't know. She made me need a better lawyer to negotiate whatever that money was gonna be. But if I, I'd be getting alimony and shots for it. That's what you would get. And not and going then, on the show called the Encore to try to make a group. <laughs> I, fuck them bitches. I don't care nothing about them. I'm at home collecting these checks. I'm waiting on my direct deposit. And then I'm about to go volunteer. Or I'm like, I'm gonna have some kind of foundation or something. Like it mm-hmm. that, that real housewives of Atlanta life, <laughs> what they think, what they think they're supposed what they think they're doing out there and being in the community, that's what I would actually do. But <laughs> and, ke- and collect my checks. See? Yeah. yeah. Give me my monies. Look, okay, look, I, I I got my degree. I've been working for a while, but I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to uh to stop this, uh, I don't have to go back to work no more if, uh, if I can just get that uh, maintenance payment. The maintenance so, payment. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, I'm going to throw this out there before we go to our last topic. What? Who would you want to put in the house for a reality show of 90 stars? of ni- or Not even 90s, or R&B stars, period, in one house to try to make a group. It could be mixed gender, too. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna throw Babyface in there. Babyface ain't showing up. We need people yeah. that uh, that, that need need to show up. You you uh, you missing this whole? I, my bad. Let me throw another caveat in there, Scott. Good. People that we can get to get in this house. Babyface ain't coming up. You know what? That is funny as shit. Babyface ain't fucking coming. Holy <laughs> shit. Um. Shit, I don't know, man. Ugh. I first, I'm bringing three, uh, three, t, uh, three T in there. Uh, not three T. Uh, TGT. That, that's that's. I'm starting it out with them. That's a great basis. This, that's a great foundation for your house. <laughs> I feel like Tyrese ain't coming. Oh no, yeah, Tyrese is gonna come. Tyrese ain't coming. He, he Tyrese ain't is gonna come because we're gonna tell him that the Fast and the Furious Ten is being filmed there as well, and he'll show up for that shit. <laughs> Man, I throw. And we'll sell them that Tank and uh, Genuine said he can't sing. We'll put that out there too. And that they're going to be in the new Fast and Furious 10. That's actually what we'll do. We'll say that Tank and Genuine are taking his place in Fast 10. <laughs> That's and how you Shit, I throw. Who, huh? Who you, you said TGT? Yeah, foundation. That's a good thing to start. I throw Joe in there. Oh, I think Joe think he's above them. I would say Joe's above TGT. <laughs> uh, Joe too good to go with TGT. Man, I don't know no low balls, man. <laughs> Can I throw Mike from Boyz Men in there? Oh, there you go, Stacy. That's why you are on this show. <laughs> but you gotta find him. <laughs> we just All call right. Yana. <laughs> That's our nephew. That's a good one, Mike. Yep, that's a oh, good one. What about uh Woody from Drew Hill? I was thinking that as well. I was go. I was starting to go down this road of all members that all are. Right, I'm, okay, I'm all right, Woody. Uh, Woody. Woody. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, Woody. The dude, I don't know his name, but the dude with the dreads from something for the people. He he's dead. Damn, <laughs> I didn't know that. He passed away 2011. Damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> I will take either Tabitha, Althea, or Levon from Cut Close. I don't think Athena Cage will show up. I, don't, I just have a feeling that Keith Sweater make that call. And we'll, that's our last topic. But I can see him being like, you know I got verses tonight. I need you. Oh, you don't need to go in that house. She coming. And they probably in Atlanta. <laughs> Man. I'm going to miss like the first 30 minutes of the verses. This is gonna be well, the first verses, and we might as well verses. transition. Let's transition to this. This is yeah. this is the first verses I'm gonna watch actually live in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched any live since the Osley Brothers. I think that's the last one yeah, I think I, I watched. Title was the last one that I watched. Live. <laughs> what was the one right after that? Uh... Oh no 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 no! I take that back. I watched the Red and Myth. 
Yeah, yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that and the ghost right. face, and uh, and I watched the ghost face, uh, uh Raekwon too. I'm a Wu Tang. I, I, mean, I haven't even paid attention to a versus since the uh, the Isaac Brothers one, but then I think even before then, I there were a bunch of them that I had missed because I was busy yeah. and shit. So, I but I think I like I said, I'm gonna miss the first 30 minutes, but I probably am not gonna miss the first 30 minutes. DJ is gonna be doing they thing for about like I feel like I feel like even though it's gonna supposed to start at seven. When I log in at seven thirty, I'll be fine. But my question is: These are older gentlemen now. Do they have? Do they have to be at home by a certain time for the rest? First off, Bobby Brown is the king of R and B. But I can. But Bobby has a curfew. I think with his girl now. He or with the state of Georgia. Keith Sweat out here. He said with the state of Georgia. <laughs> and Keith Sweat out here. I heard he be on them cruise ships. On missions, <laughs> you may be uh, there. May be oh. a curfew as a part of a uh, you know a parole agreement. I don't. So I, so I listened and jumped in at the last minute because they knew he was going to talk about this. We're not going to be re- uh, re- being able to uh, you know um, not review the battle itself. But the listener asked if this happened in 1995 during their height, how would this battle look aesthetically? I think it, I think it looks the exact same, um, although. Yeah, you just don't have nobody. Does Bobby not? But we have to worry about Bobby showing up. Is the key, and or what time he's showing up? When did Home Again come out? Ninety six. Ninety six. So okay, let's say ninety seven then, because I let's let's say ninety seven. Both of them ninety seven. So you got twisted. Both of them had their little resurgence with their joints because he had because he's with LSG was ninety seven too. Yeah. So and then what was uh the joint he had uh uh I'm uh. You got me thinking. He had came back with that joint. Uh, uh, feeling inside. I'm sorry, feeling inside. Because Bobby had came back with that hit too. So this would be even time for them. Because yeah. that's about that's around the time that both of them probably had their last hit. Yeah, it's around that 97, 98. Because I don't think any of them had any hits in the 2000s. Well, Bobby was on uh Thug Loving. <laughs> Nah, Keith Sweat ain't have nothing in the 2000s. I'm looking at like, that. I feel like he was on something. Like, I, I don't think he had his own hit, but I think I feel like he was on something. Like, there was something that, uh, well, he still had albums. Right, but I'm talking about hits. I'm looking at now. Songs on the radio. Hits, oh. well, LSG. But the LSG had two albums, though, didn't it? Yeah, do you know what? He, 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 yeah, it looks like uh, that last hit is in 98 that come and get with me with Snoop. <laughs> that, that I remember that was like a big joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. And then you said LSG. I thought I forgot about them. Yeah. Uh, they, I think they only had two albums. Yeah, I mean, but what you call it? Uh, Dot. <laughs> you kind of messed it up. Yeah. But I mean, that was way. That was 2003. Yeah. 2003. Yeah. So the, his last hit with a group is 2003. That just friends joint would loom. Mm. So I think, yeah, 90, 97 is that that that's the end of it. Yeah. Now, do you I mean I mean Bobby not showing it and Keith? Keith is a they're the same artist almost to a certain extent. Bobby can sing better, but I'm talking hits-wise. Like Bobby has the best album of all time to me. Of R of R and B like hit, yeah. But Keith Sweat's got a lot of hits. Like he's got more girth of hits. Yeah, especially from that eighty-eight to ninety-five range. That people sleep on that "Make It Last Forever" album. That joint's got six or seven hits on it. That's what I I, I wanted to say. That too. I like whatever Bobby got going up against "Make It Last Forever." He losing. (laughs) He losing that round. Yeah, because we got something in common, ain't gonna do it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like whatever, whenever Bobby play, uh, hell, Roni or uh, my prerogative, any of the fat, his fast joints were better than Keith's fast joints. Right. And then, Mm -hmm. and it's again, they're the, I think I saw somewhere it was like called them the New Jack uh, Swing Kings. And yeah. there is that level. So it's going to be an amazing time for everybody, right? It's going to be some people that need to start icing their knees right now to be ready to. And Teddy Riley, Teddy Riley, they, oh, both of them all their career, Teddy Riley, too. Yeah. 
So yeah, for every, yeah, like you said, for every slow song, well, for every fast song, at least, that Bobby plays, Keith Sweat has something to go against it. Keith Sweat's got a secret song that people forget that he wrote. He wrote Just Got Paid by Johnny Kemp. Yeah. <laughs> so he does have one of tempo. He, I, I don't know how he, Keith may have a little ego and be like, no, I'm doing all the songs I'm on. No, I'm not doing no songs I, I wrote. wrote. I wonder if he wrote any guy songs. <laughs> he might have. Yeah. You, y'all gotta remember Gene Griffin. Gene Griffin used to get over on everybody, and he had everybody uh writing, uh writing and producing stuff and putting his name on it. <laughs> when every little step come out, yeah, like when he when Bobby plays that, like it's it's gonna, there's gonna be a nice little battle there, and it's gonna be some songs that there were some B sides that'll get played. Like, and I remember this song, and they, like, like, wait, what is this? Play that's why they need they need the everybody need they need a if they're gonna do versus for real they need like a person that's your man your curating manager mm-hmm. that is like you either you can consult with them be like man remember my number eight on um make it last forever like nobody else does though keith i mean i know you loved right. it and that was dedicated to your wife at the time i get it <laughs> yeah because i mean because we can't pretend that there are not b-sides that really? everyone knows However, we've seen on these verses where somebody plays that song that nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's like, wait, but what song was everybody like? What, what album was that on? Yeah, I think Earth, Wind, and Fire did do like I don't know the words to this. Right, <laughs> was confused too. They're like, who? Which one of us wrote this? <laughs> and then one was like, I think it was me. <laughs> I think I wrote this. Uh, well, I think I wrote this one. Uh. Uh, I don't uh, really remember what I, I want. I, I, I wanted one of them to be like, I was high. I'm not going to lie. I was high when I wrote this. Like, I just wanted them to just be real. This is the 70s. <laughs> right. Like, it, like I said, it's always a song that, uh, that was dope on the album that we didn't, everybody don't know. But this is, yeah, I, I'm excited. I am. But Keith has more hits than Bobby does, but... Bobby's out. got the iconic hits though. That's the thing. But Keith's got yeah, Keith's Bobby got songs you forget hit. about that Keith did. Like you'll be like, oh, I forgot all about that joint. Because hey, when they play that right and wrong way, when you hear that, man, that first look, that make it last forever album, man. Listen, hey, <laughs> hey all these early '90s babies was <laughs> look. I mean, in your early '30s. <laughs> Late 20s, I mean, he, I mean, he could really, Keith got some hits, man. I'm just going through some of the albums here. Like, I don't even know what, uh, what, uh, he could even go into a bag on this song. I don't even think it's on an album. It's not. And I remember that. Why Me Baby with LL Cool is not on an album. I thought so. I thought about that song like two days ago. Like, that's not on an album. Yeah, that was a, the remix wasn't uh no it's just a song it's just a song uh, it's not on anybody's joint hmm. i thought about that song like two it randomly hit my head like two days ago yeah it was it's supposed to be on keep it coming mm. yeah it's on keep it coming okay i'll take that back it's on keep it coming yeah because i remember just thinking about features of Keith Sweat. What features was he on? Because Bobby yeah, doesn't really yeah, have any features like that. And Keith yeah. was popping he, up everywhere for a while, right? Chilling so with them battles, uh, no, I mean, yeah. Bobby got some sneaky ones because he got, uh, what's the joint? Beautiful with Damian Marley, too. Yeah, that. Yeah. Thug Love okay. from Ja Rule. But this, uh, Keith got that on. Hell, he's on the... Uh, oh, shit. The, um, the song with Old School and uh, Escape. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The remake. Yeah, shout out to St. Louis. Oh, yeah, shoot. yeah. Like so, like I said, Keith, like he just show up a little bit somewhere and uh, sing a little hook in the background. And does does he take crazy. credit for cut close songs and for uh, uh silk songs? Like I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know how what how much if he was writing some of them songs, like yeah, especially them first silk albums. Silk album. Oh yeah, he was on that first. Yeah. He, they 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 were on his label. Happy day. Yeah. I want your body. Yeah. You me, you want mine too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I know a lot of people like love Bobby, but if you're talking about like a pound for pound situation, he battle. might have this. <laughs> this is a great battle. Keith might have this. Yeah. Wait a minute, would you just uh, to, man? Let me get my playlist. Get my mind real quick. Start. <laughs> 
Nigga, not him. Wait, production. I didn't know he uh, produced Immature's Extra Extra. Yeah. Read all about it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He was on the hook, wasn't he? Wasn't he on the, like, on that song? He was on, he was on the hook. It's, it's, it's going to be a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm looking now. I'm, I'm think, looking. I think I'm going to pour me some Earl Stevens. Hey, tonight. Keith Sweat wrote Happy Days. <laughs> uh, And he wrote Freak Me. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Bobby just got them up tempos. Even though Keith got a few, but but you know, hey, Keith gonna hit him, kill him with the slow jam. He could if if Keith wanted to be that kind of if because I would want somebody to be like a petty asshole in the verse and be like, I'm only doing my ballads. That's how gangsta I am. I'm only doing ballads. I'm talking. I gotta go find this phone. It's somewhere around. Here. <laughs> like I'm not. I gotta find it. Hold on. <laughs> I've never seen Key Sweat in concert either. Have Me neither, seen? man. I do. That's something I do want to see. Is Key Sweat in concert? I've seen New Edition. I've seen Bobby. Yep. Uh, baby. I seen Babyface once. I seen Babyface. Yep. Yeah, never seen. Never seen. Um, Keith I do need to see Keith, man. I do need to see Keith. I know he'll be here sometime within the next year. <laughs> Oh, you know that uh, soul R&B of the 90s it will be. Oh, the, yeah. hey, after COVID, that bill's going to have 10 artists on it. Oh, yeah. It's going to start at 1 o'clock. <laughs> it's going to start. It's going to be an R&B. Hey, you're going to be able to come in and out for your, the artists you want to see. Like, well, shoot. Drew Hill at 3. I, I get off at 5. I get off at 5. I can go in there for my lunch break at 3 and see Drew Hill. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an all-day festival. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's thought about doing that in general. I mean, I've always thought like, um, like who's going to pick up that level of the time joiner cruise for like nineties. I, I was just talking to my wife about that, man. <laughs> Somebody's got because you got to think that is sitting we there. All the, all the people got disposable <laughs> income just like the time joiner people do. They gonna have a hip hop cruise. Hey, we got Naughty by Night on the upper deck. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh shoot! Hope they ain't did uh, Uptown Anthem yet. Yeah, <laughs> Running up there, flow in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> uh, I, I can't wait till they do feel me flow. <laughs> Man, that is my shit. That is my fucking. Hey, hey! I can't wait till we go. Yo, we when the next we going on the cruise and we doing a live show from them. <laughs> I went on my first cruise last year. <laughs> like redhead kingpin, man. How, how has it been, man? Since do the right thing. <laughs> so last milk carton. I'm putting up. We start a new segment. We're just trying to find these people. We don't know where they are. We'd love to interview them on the show potentially. If anybody can find Jesse Powell, um, he's from Chicago. Uh, Lisa Ray may have tabs on her. She was in. Uh, was she in Gloria? What video was she in? No, that's Stacey Dash. Sorry. Stacey Dash, yeah. She was in a couple of his videos. Um, if anybody could find Jesse Powell, he's one of the dopest uh, uh, singers of the 90s to me. And he just fell off after I'm about it, baby. Man. He, he tried to turn that corner to uh, do uh, that little, you know, where everybody was trying to have a little bit too many up-tempo songs where it's like, come on, Jesse, you, that's not your bag, baby, you know. I'm about it, baby. It's not you, man. You need to go yeah, back man. to uh, uh, you. Oh, man, go back to singing, man. We're trying to be hard. <clears throat> yeah, that's just... Jesse Powell. I'm yeah. gonna look for um, even though they only had a couple hits, but I was just jamming to it the other day. The Whitehead Brothers, I saw an interview with them online. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, um, don't want to be a gangster no more. Yeah, don't, don't want to be gangster. And uh, uh, your love is a 187. 187, yeah. I'm saying that's a couple hits. That's what that was my clothes burning song at the yeah. palace. Yeah. Uh, it was a song that they had. It was called, was it Sex on the Beach? It was the B side of What Love is 187. Like, so you the tape was white, the writing was black. And then, so one side was my uh, Your Love is 187, and the other side was called was Sex on the Beach. So this is how we were horrible marketing, like we were marketed to and made them think that they were thugs. Y'all know who their daddy is, right? Who? The group Whitehead and McFadden. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's their daddy. That's they they daddy. grew up with money. Oh, man. Ain't no stopping us now. Is they oh, daddy. Oh, man. <laughs> and they and then, you know, I remember McFadden and Whitehead wrote for gang of groups in Philly back yeah. then. 
That Philly sound. Yeah, it was them and Huff and Gamble. Those are the two sets of people that was writing songs. That's they daddy. What the? Now you get it. The white haired brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whitehead is they daddy. Okay. All right. You know, I don't want to look for them no more. And they was up there talking about. Don't forget, I was a G. Yeah, yeah, you were no G, <laughs> man. They probably went to Lower Marion with Kobe. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, Stacy, who's your milk carton person? Back in the late '90s or mid late '90s, there was a young man who came out with a song, and I remember why I remember him so much is that um, our our yearbook that year, all the girls we would sign, "Peace, Love, and Montico." It was a guy named Montico. I remember him. I forgot all about him. The name. I just don't remember. Where's he at? Hold on. I'm good. I'm on YouTube right now. Hold on. Name. Montico. He had a song. I don't know where he is. Is it spelled like Montico? I don't really remember the song, but I specifically just remember that Peace, Love, and Montico that we were always like, right, right? Like, people, you know, Peace, Love, and Hair Grease, whatever. Peace, Love, and Montico. Is it Montico <laughs> or Montego like Montego Bay? C, with the <clears throat> okay. Montico. Yeah. Yeah. Mature, is it me? <laughs> yeah, that's the song. And then he got another song, Call It What You Want It. Those are the two joints. 1995, which was an amazing year. That summer uh, is and skirt shouting. unmatched. So I'm going to have to get this back. Write that down. And I wish somebody would have told me because I'd have done a little bit more exercising during COVID. But tennis skirts are back. Yeah, no, 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 no. They are back. Tennis skirts are back. Tennis skirts are back. I wish I, they could have gave me a couple of months notice. To get ready for it, but yeah. So Montico, where the hell is he at? Where'd he go? I'll also throw in Perfect Gentleman. Ooh, Ooh perfect. Ooh. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. <laughs> Ooh la la. Round and round. Round and round. Perfect gentleman. Like, oh, merry go round. This was a, a, a merry go round. Um, and ooh la la. And there's another song. Like I, I essentially remember. <laughs> Every song that was on there is that is that is weren't Tier and Tamara and them in one of them videos? Or am I confused? Or am I melting together when they was in a group with voices? Yeah, yeah. voices. Which is funny because I remember, like, I always remember voices. Right, that the album was actually good. Yeah, yeah, you've talked yeah. about this before. Yeah, yeah the album was actually good. But then when you have, uh, I think when the show came out. I remember looking at them. I'm like, don't I know these girls from somewhere? Like, where I know them from? And like, it not clicking that they were in Voices. Where are the other girls from Voices? I'm saying, where are the other two girls? Because <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things. They don't even really talk about it. But it's like, well, where are they at, though? Like, they literally never talk about it. If I ever interview them, that'd be my first question. Right. Perfect Gentleman's manager was none other than Maurice Starr. Oh, That's no. I don't know what the fuck there's the answer to the question. Uh, we know what happened to them now. That's why <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. That's why. Oh, uh, so yeah, we know what happened. Oh, Mo. Oh, Mo. Two Wait, of them locked up, I'm assuming. For the members, members, Corey Blakely, Maurice Starr Jr. <laughs> so we know he okay. And Tyrone Sutton. That's who was there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Where is Perfect Gentleman at? That's well, we, the, we know where Maurice Starr is, Jr. He's okay. Yeah, he chill. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his daddy's strong. He's, he's very okay. good. He's quite all right. The other <laughs> ones, I don't. But where they probably is still that? trying to get their relatives. <laughs> Nigga. Damn. <laughs> Hold on. Found the son. I found the son. If this is him. On Instagram. Hold on. Oh, no, no, no. It's the daddy. Daddy's Maurice Star, the general. Is Maurice. Oh, no. This is, is this the same? Yes, it is. Maurice. <laughs> oh, snap. The other son from the group is a pastor. Y'all go right now. Everybody, even listeners, and y'all on this show, please go to Maurice the general oh, on Instagram. Second row. He said, I remember I had auditioned in Atlanta for a five new boy band group, five young men in 1995. Pastor Brady. Oh, no, this is a kid from another group he stole money from. Not that same kid. Another kid went to, I guess it was a group he was doing in 95. Do y'all know that group? What? 
I don't know. That's why I'm going to look at Maurice Starter. He said I was looking for a group in 95. I don't it, know. But I don't know if y'all heard that ding. That yep. Was, there it is. That <laughs> was my, that's what why the, I had to hurry up and find my phone. I'm like, I said, I can't miss the ding. So. All right. Well, everybody know where you can hit you up, Stacy. Stacy Adams, Adams with uh, Stacy with the E, Adams with the Z. You can find me on the Instagram, the book face. Um, I don't know, everywhere. Just just type in Stacy Adams and we'll see what happens. Do not DM me. <laughs> Scott, where can I hit you up at? Uh, you hit me up at Instagram, cool ass Scott. Twitter, cool ass Scott. I'm trying to get back on that. And on Facebook, just Scott Hilliard. All right. Man. Make sure y'all hit us up at our listen to 90s music on our Instagram page as well. Uh yeah. So and the Facebook group too. I only listen to 90s music Facebook yeah. group. Join that. Uh, there are rules at the top. I hope people abide by. You know, Stacy and Scott have definitely you don't, you don't want me to embarrass you in front of pump and company. I yeah. Then you don't want to get put on that summer dram screen. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> and they're explicit directions, people. This the stay by the it's not them hard. Hey, they're not that hard. Y'all can read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, we will see y'all soon. All right, y'all. Peace.